I'm Lauren. And I'm Steph. And this is I've Been Meaning to Ask You. Hi, Steph. Hi, Lauren. (laughs) How are you? I love how every one of our podcasts now starts with, hi, Steph. I know. I don't know why I can't help it. (laughs) Um, I'm doing great, though. Sorry if I sound a little bit weird, have a tiny bit of a sore throat, but I'm doing great. I'm home. I get to go to work later, and I had my first day on Sunday, and I really liked it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm a seasonal sales associate at Bath and Body Works, and I really excited that I'm having finally have money to spend and I am applying for jobs for when I go back to school. So, you know, next next semester you might catch me working at the library or in the gym or in the athletic department. We shall see. Nice. Did you get me any candles? I still can. (laughs) (laughs) I want some nice Christmas candles. I'm still looking for what was it? Vanilla bean Noel, okay? That's my when I'm home job. So I will get you candles. <laughs> Do you come home smelling really good? It's really strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my when I was hired, my boss told me that sometimes she'll like leave and people are ask like stop and ask her what she's wearing and she'll be like, mm, eight hours of Bath and Body Works." <laughs> <laughs> um, but how was your weekend? Well, just I just want to tell you, you like your skin looks like you're glowing. What are you doing right now? Thank you. Um, just a regular routine. I can, wow. uh, CeraVe hydrating face wash. What can I say? I like it. <laughs> and I like the Christmas tree. <laughs> yep. Christmas tree in the background. We have no tree right now, but we do have um, this – well, I can show you later, but like a Advent wreath. So every week of the Advent, you light a new candle. Cute. But I got it at a local shop here, and the woman who owns the shop made it for me, and it was like Aww. felt very special. So that is nice. Yeah, I know. For the first time, I have a tree in my room, just like a little five foot one, and it's so cool. And the lights do all cool, sort all sorts of cool things, and I love it so much. <laughs> How many trees do you guys have there? Too many. <laughs> okay. Um. First, before I tell you anything about myself, I have to make a correction because as soon as we uploaded our music episode, I realized I made a huge mistake. Here I am talking about what a fan I am and I had the name of one of my favorite bands wrong. So I forgot that um, they're no longer called the Dixie Chicks. They dropped Dixie and now they're only the Chicks. Interesting. I feel like Mm -hmm. I may have heard that, but why did they drop the Dixie? Um, yeah, because like Dixie has racist connotations and so they don't want to be associated with that anymore. Gotcha. gotcha. Which is great, but I completely forgot. So (laughs) I felt like such an idiot. I was like, oh yeah, I love, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So actually they're just the chicks. Okay. So when you're looking through our awesome playlist that we made and you're like, hmm, where is that song and who are the chicks? Now you know. Yeah. Uh, I also have some exciting news to share with you. Look what finally came. Your sticker. My sticker came. (laughs) It's huge. Oh, Mm, my God. Very big. I don't know what I could possibly put this on because it's so big. My laptop already has stickers on it. 
I might yeah. put it on Alex's because his is empty. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we ordered some um, samples of stickers with our logo on it, but I didn't realize that I needed to make them so much smaller. So this one is like, what is this, like 10 centimeters or something? I don't know. Something, <laughs> something really huge. <laughs> so we're going to um, – I, I updated the – um, the product and now it's going to be much smaller and more reasonable, but we'll share the link to that too. So if you're, you know, looking for a stocking stuffer for somebody or you mm-hmm. just want to share your, uh, your love of the podcast with a cool logo sticker, then you can get that link in the show notes. You know, maybe we should just make them huge, take up all the room on everyone's computer <laughs> so everyone can read it from across any room. That like even I think that this is too big and I made it and I love it. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little much, but I guess too much of a good thing is still too much. Yeah. Oh, and there's mugs too, so that's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. So tell me about your weekend. I had a very um very busy weekend, a really good weekend. Uh I got a lot of this weekend was a huge weekend of change, which is very hard for me. Um, it's all really good things, but a lot of uh, a lot of friends and family in my life are, yeah, moving on to new adventures, and I'm super happy for them. I'm just a little bit sad for myself that things change, <laughs> but Aww. yeah, that's life, and it's all stuff that we knew was going to come at some point, like friends and family moving away or you know stuff like that. So. Very excited for everybody, but it kind of feels like, um, yeah, like I'm grieving a little bit, you know, and it's like, yeah, no one, nobody died. So it's, it shouldn't feel this way, but it still feels like a loss somehow when, um, when things in your life that you love and that are stable start to change and yeah, it's just a little bit, it feels weird. (laughs) I think that's understandable because even if someone's not, even if someone didn't die, like if someone moves away, I think that still really changes the way or, you know, and how frequently you communicate. And so like, it is going to feel like they're gone in a way, or at least for like the first little bit when they're still getting settled. And I feel like that will be, yeah, I understand why it's sad. That's really hard. I mean, I'm obviously used to being very, very far away from people that I love and obviously making that work. Um, But I think I'm kind of just grieving the loss of the way life has been Um, because it's been, yeah, I like like my life and um, I like the friends and family I have around me. So I'm just, yeah, grieving the thing that I knew before. Mm-hmm. But it'll be okay, and I'll have cool places to visit, and mm-hmm. everything will be fine. This weekend came with a lot of new <laughs> adjustments, so I'm still getting there. Was this weekend the first time they told you that they're moving? Yeah. I got you. And it, it's two different possible <laughs> possible groups of people, so it was like one thing after another. But yeah. But I mean, that's that's being an adult. Um things are always changing and everyone's always like moving up and moving on and growing up. And yeah, 
there's like never any consistency, even when you think, okay, this year we're not, Alex and I say this to each other every year because we always have big changes, but we're like, okay, this year, no big changes. But then like, even when we don't do anything, everyone else is still changing. So there's, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't, you can't make that kind of a resolution, but yeah. And I still can barely walk because I spent all of Saturday, um, helping with a move and, uh, (laughs) there was both, um, like the apartment that was being moved out of and the one being moved into were both on the fourth floor with no elevator. (laughs) So my legs are so tired because I'm (laughs) so weak. Oh gosh. Uh, Yeah. That, uh, that killed me too. Pretty much at school. I made my own little resolution. Three flights of stairs is my max. If I have to get to the fourth <laughs> floor, I take an elevator. I can walk yeah. down four flights of stairs. I can walk down as many stairs as I need to, but I will not walk up four flights of stairs. Also carrying boxes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, backpacks too. They get heavy. <laughs> hmm But uh, yeah, there was really nice like coffee and cake and cookies and stuff as a reward and a really nice lunch. So it was totally worth it. <laughs> wow. I feel like people don't do that here. That's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just feels like there's been tons of stuff going on. We went to a a birthday party that was really nice. And I wanted to mention that to you because before we, so we were talking about like Corona tests a couple weeks ago. And, uh, before we went to the party, we all got Corona tests and sent the results, like a picture of the results in the group chat. Oh, wow. So it was like, this is the, this is the new way of hanging out with people. Good on you guys. Yeah, I'm supposed to go to a Christmas party this Thursday, I think, and one of the girls just got COVID. So now not, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure she hasn't been around anyone else because they're all at we're all pretty much at different schools. But yeah, we'll see if they still have it. So hopefully, mm-hmm. fingers crossed. Cause it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, but I guess you guys could also try and get those self tests, right? Yeah, I think we might still have an extra one from last time. So I probably could yeah. get tested anyway. Yeah, that's the new normal. Shall we begin? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I just said shall. That's so funny. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about podcasting with you is your smooth transitions. <laughs> they just roll out of me. Yeah. Speaking of uh, rolling out, I don't know. Uh, I have been meaning to ask you, Steph, about travel, which maybe we done this the other way around, but that's okay. Um, Okay. So my first question for you is, what do you think actually about travel in general? Just like when you think about travel, yeah, what do you think about it? Traveling to me is very, very stressful. I, first of all, I'm a horrible packer. It's either I underpack or I overpack or I just pack things that I will never need and forget the things yeah. that I absolutely will need. I'm a horrible packer. I just, you know, if mom's not sitting there telling me what to pack, I do a horrible job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I will say I have learned that no matter where I go to bring one pair of jeans. That's been a good rule. So I'm going to throw that out there. Okay. Um, so packing is stressful. The actual traveling part is stressful to me. Like go getting on a plane I think is 
the hardest thing ever. I could never figure out how to do it alone. I just, oh my gosh. <laughs> airports are so scary. I'm so terrified of airports. I'm so, I'm so terrified of taking off on a plane, which is very, you know, gonna go back to my philosophy course here. That's actually, um, I believe the word was like, uh, it started with the V, basically meaning that it's, I feel like I talked about this before. It's out of place in time. It, at one point, it had a purpose and now it doesn't, like the fear of heights. Mm-hmm. Like it used to keep us safe and keep us from falling off cliffs, but now we really have no oh, need okay. to be, have a fear of flights or fear of heights. But taking off is the most dangerous part of a flight. So I still get really scared every time we take off. But do you get scared when you drive in a car? Sometimes. <laughs> I feel like my fear of driving comes from everyone else's lack of support for my driving. Hey, you are a good driver. I think I'm a good driver, but it's everyone else telling me that I suck. That makes me think that I might suck at driving. No, you were a great driver. You drove me all over the place when, when I was at home. So I think I would do pretty good. It's just... I have a horrible sense of direction, which maybe is why people think I suck at driving. Yeah, but who cares? That's what the internet is for. My thoughts exactly. Anyway, so... I'm with you. <laughs> and, okay, so traveling, getting from A to B, I find completely stressful. <laughs> but, you know, get you know B, you know, new destinations, you know, new places is always, of course, super exciting. But I do have, I can only do it for so long. I get homesick so fast. I think I have always been that person. Didn't like sleepovers really that much when I was little. Going away to college was the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, When we went to visit you in Germany, I was with my family and I still felt homesick. I just miss the familiarity. I just... Mm-hmm. Like my town, I like my house. I, I sound so unadventurous right now, but I a little bit. <laughs> but I think I, I think I was very similar when I was your age too. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things. I mean, there, of course, there are benefits to traveling, and of course, it's amazing. And you tried things that you've never tried before. You meet people that you would never have met before in your hometown, and you get to you know use you kind of show people what you're made of and you can show like you have all these amazing adult skills like maybe you know a different language or maybe you're just really good at being a problem solver and you just are figuring stuff out and I don't know it's really awesome and it was super cool to see you do all of that on our vacation because yeah you're an amazing traveler in my eyes but I yeah unless I'm I don't know I think honestly I'm not the person that needs a ton of vacations. I really just am a homebody. What can I say? (laughs) That's so funny because um, I think I was exactly the same way, but I had actually traveled, I think, a lot less than you have. And I've never gotten better at packing. I'm still terrible at it. (laughs) And uh, I actually, I love traveling. I love going on vacation. I love seeing new places, but I really love coming home. Uh, I mean, after, yeah, like two weeks, I'm like, okay, I am having a great time, but I'm also exhausted. I miss my own bed. I miss, yeah, just being comfortable in my own space. Like I miss all of that. But I think I appreciate it a lot more after I go someplace else. And I definitely feel like I get restless if I'm 
not leaving home for a long time. And even when I go home, home, like back to visit you guys, I get like restless, uh, being in our hometown or like, I don't know. I think part of it might be that it's not so easy to just walk places. So I feel stuck. Like I don't have a car there. There's no public transportation. So it's like, okay, I'm either at the house or it's kind of like a hole to do to go anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So I just get kind of like, yeah, kind of restless. Yeah. I know what you mean. I definitely think like when we came to visit you, when I was a junior, that was about two weeks. And I think that was my max. I don't think I could ever Mm -hmm. be on a vacation for more than two weeks. You know, maybe one day if I have a super stressful job, a three week, a three week, four week vacation would sound amazing. But well, we were also super active and like we were, you know, in tons of new places and stuff. So I think that also makes a big difference. Like um, when we went on this vacation to the Seychelles, it was like a lot more relaxed. We only stayed in three different places instead of what we were doing, like a road trip going to a tons of, you know, different places Mm -hmm. every day and stuff like that. So I think it makes a difference, like how you travel. Yeah, that's, yeah, that makes sense. Um, But I was going to say like when we went to, I don't remember how old it was, but in high school, one winter, we just kind of like decided to go to Toronto for a couple of days. And so we went to Canada and that was awesome. That was, you know, that vacation, we kind of were just like exploring the city and it was only for like a couple of days and then we came home and that was really fun. And it was just an easy way to say like, yeah, I've been to Canada without having to actually. I've still never been to Canada. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. It was exciting. I mean, now I can say I've been to Canada, but that I really like those like weekend just getaways. And that's why I love having our cabin. Like we can just go up there, do our little mini vacation. It still feels homey. You know, we still have everything we would need. And then we just get to come right back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's fair. I think I, I definitely think that that kind of thing changes though. Like, yeah, you haven't spent a lot of time away from home in general. So of course, like that's where you're going to feel more comfortable, even like the flying thing. I remember I was so scared the first time I had to fly alone. Um, But then actually, so I was going to visit grandma and grandpa and I was so nervous, um, even though they were going to meet me like, you know, right after you leave the terminal or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But I ended up very luckily sitting next to an art teacher from my high school. Um, Wow. I didn't didn't know her. I hadn't had any of her classes, but we just started talking because I don't know, (laughs) people always make small talk with me. Yeah. And uh yeah, we found out that she was a teacher at my high school. And so, and like I told her I was a little nervous and everything. And then she made sure that I found our grandparents when I got off the plane and like Aww. figured out where to get my bags and stuff like that. So that's so nice. Yeah. What a great story. And that's so cute. It was really, really nice and really lucky. But I mean, ever since then, like probably my second flight by myself was international. And I was on like three different continents to get to my destination. Wow. And I don't know. It's just like one of those things that you get used to. And like I kind of forgot how to fly because I hadn't done it in so long because of COVID. But 
not, and it's kind of like, oh wait, how does this work again? What are you, the rules? Where do I line up? But it's just one of those things that you get used to, and it's like, like driving. I don't know. You know what the rules are. You know what to expect, and then it's like, okay, this is just how it is. That is so not the case for me. I think I've been on mm. maybe two vacations that required us taking an airplane. So I've been on a plane four times in my life. And one of those vacations, I was super, super little and don't remember that plane ride at all. So pretty much Mm -hmm. twice I've been on a plane from what I remember. So to me, like, I am proud of myself every time I take a bus at school by myself and (laughs) or in in, like get to a new place in the city. I mean, I just couldn't. Oh my gosh. I think buses are way harder than planes. Buses, you have to know when to get off. (laughs) And you have to tell somebody. I still don't know if I'm supposed to pull the stop request thing or if they just stop at every stop. I I still don't know. I think you have to do it. But it still makes me also very nervous. Like I I never know if if I'm getting off at the last stop, then do I have to push the button? Because that seems pretty stupid, right? Because they have to stop there. But I still do it. I don't know. I hate riding the bus. I know. I Yeah, I do too. (laughs) I I do too. I'm very glad that – where I'm living doesn't require that I take the bus everywhere, but you know, mm-hmm. to visit friends, I still sometimes have to take the bus. And let's just say I am very grateful to most of the time when I'm going to visit those friends, they just come and meet me at the bus and get on the bus with me. And I'm, <laughs> I'm very grateful because I'm not a, I don't know, just everything with traveling is just so hard for me. Like I, oh, oh, the thought of doing it by myself is just, so scary. <laughs> That's so funny to me. <laughs> like, I definitely, when I was your age, I never would have done that. But I think in most other things, it's not super hard for me to be independent and do things by myself. But traveling is just the idea of doing it by myself is just so daunting. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Maybe because there's, it's just maybe it's because when those, you know, adult things that people don't really ever show you how to do. They just kind of expect you to figure out like anything with money is what I'm like thinking of in my head right now, kind of comparing it to. And I think I'm a very good student. If someone teaches me something, I can reproduce it and I can do it by myself. But it's, I'm not one of like, I really struggle with being one of those people that can like go out and figure it out yourself. Yeah. If I'm forced to, I'm going to figure it out, but it's, really hard for me to want to go do that when there's an easier option. That makes total sense to me. Okay. So I've got a question for you. What's been your most special vacation or favorite vacation so far because of the place you went to? So not like just which, what was the most eye-opening place maybe that you've been to? Oh, eye-opening or most special, anything like that? What's been like not a vacation or a trip like because of who you were with, but what's been a place? I loved my last trip. So um, about a month ago, I got back from the Seychelles and it was amazing. I've traveled not a ton, but like quite a lot, maybe like almost 30 countries. And a ton. Was- <laughs> there's a lot more out there um but this was like by far one of the most beautiful places i've ever seen the people there were extremely friendly 
it was just like, I really miss water living where I live now. And it was just, you know, we were on three different islands and there was just beautiful, perfectly clear water every day and sunshine and like powder soft sand. And Uh, it was incredible. Yeah. When Lauren says that the water was clear, she's not, she's not joking. She sent me a picture and they have clear kayaks so that you can see through and like see through the clear water because everything is, it was clear. It was insane. Yeah. So like we did this crystal kayak tour and (laughs) this whole trip was amazing, but um, you, the kayak was see-through and the water was perfectly clear. So you could like paddle over a sea turtle and see it through your kayak underneath you. So you would just like go over a sea turtle or like a manta or something like that and just like see it underneath you. It was crazy. That is crazy. That's <laughs> And oh that's the kind of experience you can't have sitting at home. Yeah. <laughs> but I can look at your pictures and it's like I was there. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Trust me. <laughs> you know, I think what um, – what really helped. So I have traveled by myself a few times and it is really fun. Um, you meet like you're never alone when you're traveling cause you always meet new people. But, um, I have like a few people that I travel pretty regularly with. Um, and that makes things easier because not only do you have like a travel buddy, but you have somebody who, you know, you can rely on and who can like help problem solve with you and, you know, can like be st- – yeah, Luna, I know. You hate it when we leave. Mm-hmm. Who can be like have strengths that are your weaknesses and things like that. So that really helps. What's a place that's on your bucket list? Um, So I have always wanted to go to Svalbard. Where? Uh, <laughs> It's um, like an island super, super far north in the Arctic Circle because when I was a kid, I read the Golden Compass books and um, part of that series takes place there. And I didn't realize when I was reading the book as a kid that it was real. And when I found out it was real, I was like, oh my God, I have to go there. Wow. And it's like (laughs) you see like the northern lights and there are polar bears and I don't know. It always just seemed really cool. I think you would be great on Survivor. (laughs) No. (laughs) I can just see you. I'm not strong enough. And I don't want to eat gross stuff. (laughs) But you could totally just like – I think wherever they placed you, you would just adapt and figure it out. I feel like you could do it. I know, right? I'm like, my favorite vacation was this island vacation. My bucket (laughs) list is in the snow. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I'm – yeah, maybe I'm just like – I have Survivor on the brain because I just watched the newest season on Netflix. But I think you could do it. I don't think I would ever want to do it, but I think you should. (laughs) I'm not convinced, but thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. (laughs) Do you have any places on your bucket list or do you not have a travel bucket list? I do. We'll see if it ever is accomplished. Um, I would want to hit all – I want to travel to all 50 states or all seven continents. I'm leaning towards all 50 states just because I think – there's something really cool about being able to say that you've seen most, you know, I'm going to say all, but I don't really mean all, but like all of where you live, like you've seen it all, like 
you've experienced every state in your country. I just think, if, especially for the United States, it's just so big. Like, I think that would just be super, super cool. And I want to see it all. And I haven't yet. Um, but if I wasn't, if I'm going outside of the United States. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, that sounds so boring. <laughs> if I'm going outside of the United States, um, I want to go somewhere in Asia. I've never been there yet. That the whole, like, I feel like you can kind of lump European experiences together, being very general here. I feel like European experiences, of course, they're all going to be super different depending on where you go. But I just think the difference between Europe and Asia is so drastic. And I, I mean, granted, I don't know, never been there, but I want to, like, I've been to Europe and now I want to experience Asia. You know, I just want to experience some part of it. Part of it. I'd love to go to Thailand. I think that specifically would just be super, you know, super amazing. But yeah, we'll see if I ever get there. <laughs> no, there's plenty of time. Yeah, and I'm totally willing to go with you. Okay, <laughs> I would also like to spend more time in Asia. I've been to India, but I haven't been anyplace else. So. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, of course, I also have to add to, of course, I have to go somewhere. I'd be a little bit ashamed of myself if I never went anywhere and used my Spanish. <laughs> um, because I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, yeah, at this point I am pretty, I'm pretty fluent in Spanish and I want to, I want to put it to the test, <laughs> but, um, I almost, I'd love to go to, you know, South America and use my Spanish, not so much Spain. I mean, Spain would still be awesome and but it's I don't know I yeah South America just seems more more adventurous look at me (laughs) I really want to go to the Galapagos Islands you can be my Spanish translator I totally could I could I know I could do it that is one thing I would have complete confidence in would be my see that would be perfect we can go someplace yeah, a Spanish-speaking country. I can be the one who figures out how to do stuff and organizes it, and you can speak to people. <laughs> that would actually See, be really cool. That's what I mean about finding a travel buddy who like <laughs> fills in the gaps of your weaknesses. Yeah, that makes yeah, that makes total sense. I think mm-hmm. Galapagos, Galapagos Islands. That'll that'll be on my list. <laughs> I want to do that because Alex went there without me, and it sounds like it was really cool. So. <laughs> We yeah. can go without Alex. Mm-hmm. Now we have to. Yeah. He won't go back because he doesn't like to go to the same place twice, really. Well, but I have to, I don't actually think it'd be boring to visit all 50 states. I think I appreciate the United States a lot more since I left it, actually. And there's, I, I've seen more of it since I left it because I have mm-hmm. vacation days now. And uh, there's so many cool things to see, like so much incredible nature in the U.S. that I really want to see. Yeah. Yeah. I just like the idea of seeing every part of where I come from. Like, you know, if I go if I go someplace else and someone asks me about the United States, I want to have an idea of what they're – I want to be able to know what they're talking about. If it's – I want to have been – I want to have been able to experience it for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that is a fair point because so often people ask me certain things about like, I don't know, Oklahoma or something. I'm like, I don't know. I've never been there. It's a huge country. I can't speak mm-hmm. for 350 million people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do want to make a, a an addition, not a change, but another really incredible trip actually was the Grand Canyon. 
And um, Alex and I went there on our U.S. road trip, and we uh, we took a helicopter ride over the Grand Canyon, and it was amazing. That was wow. one of the coolest things I've ever done. I didn't know you went on a helicopter. Mm-hmm. It was expensive, and I couldn't really afford it at the time, but it was an incredible experience, and it was so worth it. And I definitely cried in a helicopter with like five other strangers. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I can also definitely recommend that. That was so cool. Yeah. Have you? Okay, I wasn't planning on asking this question, but you said Grand Canyon, and I started thinking about other, you know, like U.S. highlights, Hawaii, whatever. And have you seen all the? Oh, see, this is what would like make me hesitate. I don't want to be an ignorant traveler. If I'm going to travel, I want to do it respectfully. Like, have you seen all those posts about people saying, like, stop coming to Hawaii? Like, our home is not, should not be your vacation spot. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I haven't seen that. Basically, a bunch of, like, tourists. I'm not sure, like, the specifics, but basically, like, too many people are going to Hawaii and, like, not respecting how they utilize the land and like destroying their food sources and you know xyz and I don't I'm so hesitant like I don't want to be like have you ever experienced that has someone ever like told you when you were traveling like that's not how you do something or have you ever noticed that you were maybe doing something wrong or like noticed in Germany that people aren't doing things the German way um so first of all, I think that's a very valid concern to have. And I think that uh, when you're traveling, you should always try to be really respectful and like aware of the impact that you're making. Um, you know, that was a concern that I had when we went to the Seychelles because it is like a small island country. Um, you've got to be like careful about how much trash you're producing, uh, especially in COVID times. You've got to be careful that you're not bringing – like we had to get tested before we went there. And I think it was a pretty safe um, destination COVID wise, but you've got to be very thoughtful about the impact that you're making on the countries and cultures that you're visiting. Um, so I think, yeah, doing your research ahead of time and not just thinking like the world is your playground. I, I think, um, that might be one reason why Americans, American tourists have kind of a bad reputation. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, we just tend to be like kind of loud and annoying or like <laughs> um, we just expect that everyone speaks English or, you know, whatever. And that uh, I can definitely see happening. Which a lot of people in a lot of countries do speak English. Um, so I don't think it is always really an issue, but I just think that you need to be aware, uh, yeah, like I said, of the impact that you're making and not make something worse than when you got there. And like the Seychelles, for example, their economy is hugely tourism-based. They need tourists there um, because so much of, yeah, everyone's jobs is related to tourism. So COVID has been really hard for them. Um, so you kind of have to weigh those things of like, yeah, am I doing good here or am I not doing good here? Like, I think taking a cruise ship to Venice is probably doing more harm than good. Um, there's a, a lot of, yeah, issues with that. So I think, um, I don't know about Hawaii specifically, but, uh, you know, I think Hawaii and the rest of the U.S. have a, 
a very complicated history. So that might have something to do with it. Like, I don't know if you know about, um, like how Hawaii became a state and everything, but that's definitely worth looking into. Uh, yeah. What you just said made me think of what's happening like in Florida right now. Like, I think it was the Florida governor maybe, or I don't know, basically Floridians are saying like, please stop vacationing here. Like COVID is Mm -hmm. bad here. Please stop coming here. And people just don't listen. People want to go on vacation. And I understand like the need, like the want to like have the warmer weather of Florida and then go on vacation. And, you know, like everything, like everything about the last year and a half has been super stressful, but sometimes, like sometimes you might be hurting more people than you realize. And that's, I think the I think maybe my attitude about traveling is different now than it would have been pre-COVID. I'm sure pre-COVID, like pre-COVID, I just got back from Germany and it was my first big vacation. <laughs> so I'm sure I would have loved to be doing it again. But now I just feel so hesitant. So everything is so scary, like public transportation and, you know, am I going to end up hurting people? And yeah, I, but what were you talking about with with Venice? What's what, like the cruise ships? Oh, just that, um, like they get a ton of cruise ship travelers and, um, the cruise ships have an effect on like the water level and also just, it's a small place and it can't handle that many tourists. So, mm, gotcha. um, I also think that there's a difference between travel and tourism. I mean, not like a huge difference, but when I think of, yeah, a ton of people from all around the U.S. flocking to beaches in Florida, that's not really travel to me. That's um, that's just vacationing. Yeah, that um, makes sense. I would, yeah, I mean. I'd have to agree with that, yeah. Whatever you're doing, you know, nobody's perfect and no one, I mean, everything that we do all day long, we never know the entire impact of our, of our actions, right? Um, but I think you just have to be, uh, mindful of, yeah, like, <laughs> am I doing something that's hurting people? And if everyone's saying, please don't come here, then that might be uh, a hint, you know? I mean, it's the same thing also in um, Hallstatt uh, in Austria. It's this super tiny town. So to answer part of your other question, um, did I see people doing things or, you know, disrespecting uh, the place or something like that? So, um, I think uh, Instagram also has a huge influence on this or Pinterest or like social media in general. I think the way that we travel and the places we visit has really changed um, because of things like that. Like if you see a really uh, cute town on Instagram, maybe you never would have heard of that before, but now uh, this town, Hallstatt, has like 800 people that live there, but tons of tourists from all over the world. And they also get cruise ships on their like lake and, um, people, you know, it's not really that sustainable for the town either because people aren't really, a lot of people aren't staying the night there, aren't like spending more time there and, you know, spending more money there. They're coming on this huge cruise ship for a day, taking a bunch of pictures and then leaving. Mm -hmm. Um, and I felt a little conflicted about that once I was there because, uh, there were signs everywhere, like, no pictures, don't stand here, like be quiet. And you can tell they must have had a ton of issues with uh, with tourists. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. You know, on the one hand, um, tourists bring money, but there's also yeah. a consequence. Yeah. And I understand the want to 
like see all the beautiful parts of the world, but I think sometimes it's maybe not your place or I don't know. Yeah. I feel like travel now it's you know, all these cruise ships and planes and whatever, everything has made it so easy to get wherever you want because they'll just stop there for you. But now it I don't know. And it's a double sided coin, I'd say. Yeah. But who do you my next question who do you like to travel with the most? <laughs> like, is, tra- <laughs> is traveling with Alex stressful? Is traveling with your friends better? Well, I travel with Alex the most often. Um, and, you know, traveling as a couple has pros and cons. Um, but <laughs> we're really good at traveling together. Like, we know what the other person likes to do. We know uh, – I think it's also easier to be – like if you're grumpy or tired with your partner, it's like, I'm done. I don't want to do anything else, you know? And if you're with your friend, maybe you're more like, okay, I want to not disappoint them or something like that. But um, it's, it's easier to disappoint your partner. Did Alex always – did you say it's easier to disappoint your partner? Yeah. <laughs> did Alex always like to travel or did he kind of get that from you? Um, He always liked to travel, but I think – traveling is way, way, way more common in Europe than it is at home. Like he studied in France and in like had an internship in China and like his family goes on vacation to Italy every year. Like these are just very, very normal things here. Um, Wow. I didn't know everyone I know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, people here have more vacation days, um, more like work security and everything and more benefits that I think like gives you um, like a different mental, just, I think they're less stressed. So (laughs) it's uh, easier to go do things like that and everything's really close here. So, you know, I don't know if there's like anyone I know here who hasn't been out of this country, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't think he got that from me, but. So who do you like to travel with? So I love traveling with him. I also love, I liked, I don't do it anymore, but I loved traveling by myself. That was really fun. Um, But my biggest uh, non-Alex travel buddy is definitely Jess. (laughs) And um, we met in Kenya and except for COVID, unfortunately, uh, like obviously, um, we travel together every year. So, uh, we, I mean, we've always lived far apart from each other. So we always tried to meet someplace and go somewhere else. So we've been to, um, we did, uh, like a tour in Germany and some other places around here. We did an Ireland road trip. We, you know, visited each other's homes. We met in Chicago, um, all kinds of things. So, yeah, we were actually planning a trip, um, when COVID hit and, uh, we were like, okay, let's wait like another week and see how things go. Cause we weren't sure how serious it was. And it seemed mm-hmm. like it was like at first just su- certain countries and we're like, okay, we'll just like see how it goes. And then it was very obvious we were not going to Iceland. So yeah. didn't hear you say your family. We've only traveled together once. We didn't make the top two. 
<laughs> well, I think the difference the, that was an awesome trip and I really loved it. But I think the difference in that trip and the kind of traveling that I'm thinking about is that I had to plan everything for you guys. So it wasn't like a give and take. It was like, okay, I'll be your tour guide. <laughs> yeah. We loved it. <laughs> no, that that was really awesome though because it um I know this is such a dumb thing, but I always think about how um mom wanted to recycle her uh Coke bottles and didn't know what to do with them. And we were like, I don't know, organizing some stuff in the car, and then all of a sudden I look around, I'm like, where'd mom go? And she had taken her like, yeah, Coke bottles to and found some guy and asked him what to do with him and where to recycle them and then brought back the money from recycling them. I was like, how did you figure all that out? I would have been way too scared to do that. But she was oh just like, gosh. okay, sure. I don't yeah, remember. I so, don't remember that at all. That is so funny. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't stick out, you know, but it was like to me, um, seeing how brave you guys were about certain things that living here I'm like afraid of sometimes was really <laughs> interesting. I think for us, well, I'm sure mom would not have thought recycling her spetsy <laughs> bottles was brave. But I mean, for other things, for us, it was like, when are we ever going to be back? Like, we don't know. So might as well try everything while we're here. And I definitely do. When I am in the, when I am traveling, when I, know, I am, you need to recover a little bit from your earlier statements. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, when I am there. I do think I have that attitude. Might as well try everything while I'm here. I feel like I did a pretty good job in Germany. Maybe less with food. You guys kind of gave up on the food, yeah. <laughs> I'm a very picky eater. But one night when we were – when everyone – well, it makes sense because dad was like driving all day and everyone was tired. But, you know, one night everyone else was like just hanging out in our hotel room. And like, well, granted, we got there really late, but you were like, no, like, let's go explore the city. And that was like yeah. one of the nights that just you and I went out and it was so fun. So I'm like, I want to see everything while I can and I'll sleep when I'm home and, or in the car when dad Very was special. Thank you, dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I wouldn't do it. Cause I was too scared. <laughs> uh, what did you think about like being here? What were some of your impressions or now I understand now I understand when so like in Spanish class, for example, in high school, we always we had to compare cultures quite frequently. And we talk about how, you know, Spain specifically, like European Spanish speaking countries are they don't emphasize like work. They emphasize the social aspect of our lives. And we talk about how their workday is structured compared to ours. And it it makes more sense seeing it in person, how seeing how how social everything is there. And maybe it's because we don't live in a city, but I feel like even our cities here don't really compare to your cities there in terms of, you know, architecture and a little bit of attitude, how people, how people treat you, uh, everything. Yeah, how so? I just feel like maybe... You know, I haven't, I've never been to a big city like New York or anything, but I mean, I know that they have like the reputation of being like in their self interest and just rude a little bit. <laughs> like maybe New Yorkers can be rude as like a stereotype. And I definitely would not say that Germans were rude after having been there. Um, it kind of reminded me of here. Like you go and you see this country, and depending on what part of it you see, 
you're going to have one impression. But we went all over Southern Germany. So Mm -hmm. we went through like hills (laughs) with cows that had bells around their neck. Mm -hmm. And then we went through, you know, big cities. And so it's kind of like why I want to see all of here. Like there's so much more than just the first thing you see and grow up with. And it was, it was really awesome to go there. I would, I would go, I would definitely go again, but impression wise, what, I don't know. How do I word that? Did I do a good enough job of explaining? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I, um, I, I don't know. It's just interesting to hear what you thought about being here. Um, but yeah, I was also, I really loved, um, you guys visiting me. It was so interesting just to see what you thought of everything and like to see you reacting to things that had become normal to me mm-hmm. and um, to see, yeah, what stood out to you where I hadn't noticed certain things at all. I was going to say, um, I feel like more of that vacation was, that was the first time we'd seen you in a really long time. Yeah. And it was our first family vacation in a really long time. And so I feel like my impressions of that tr- trip, it's hard to my impressions of Germany, Germany's beautiful and the people are amazing. My impressions of that trip are more like how to do with with our family, like how our family dynamic was when we were traveling and like how much I didn't know about you and how independent you were and all these crazy things that you knew. You think I'm independent? We were so amazed with how much German you knew and how, (laughs) how, uh, like how you were able to live in this foreign country and function and do all these things and get the four of us around everywhere. And yeah, I, I mean, I definitely have had, and I still get a lot of help, um, living here, but yeah, I mean, um, a few years ago, uh, a friend of mine and her family were in Germany. And so I met up with them a couple of times too. And, uh, her mom told me it was so, so nice and so sweet, but she said something to me like, how much she can tell I've grown up here and yeah, how like confident or independent I, I seem. And that just felt so nice. Like it doesn't feel like it in the moment when you're, you know, trying to figure out how trains and stuff work. But yeah, I mean, I think I've come pretty far in the last seven years of living here. And it was really nice to get to show you guys that. Like, I remember when you guys first got here and, uh, like to our apartment and I made lunch or dinner or something for everybody. And mom was just like, okay, you cook and your apartment is clean. And like, what is this? Like, yeah, well, I'm also 30 now, (laughs) you know, I'm not like a 16 year old or something. And yeah, I don't know. But I think a big part of that is having traveled a lot. Like I've seen a lot more, I've experienced a lot more. I know more of like what's important to me and your yeah, bookshelf is filled with traveling books. and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I do have quite a collection there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How about – okay, instead of a good thing, where are you going – where do you hope to go to next? Okay. First of all, I think we might need to do a part two of traveling sometime because there's so much more to talk about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, where do I want to go next? Um, Alex and I were supposed to go to Bali, um, but then that also got canceled because of COVID. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Um, so I would love to make up that trip and I'd love to come home again. 
Um, and I'd really like to do some kind of trip the next time I come home, like where we go away for a long weekend or something and yeah, see something in the States. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I really want to go to Banff in Canada. I've never, I want to go to Canada. I've never been to Canada. It's crazy. That was a lot. (laughs) What about you? (laughs) You're a, your next trip is going to be one really big, long trip to Bali, the United States and Canada. And (laughs) yeah, (laughs) world tour. Yeah. I, I want to go to New York. I have never been. And as much as I am still surprised that I am living in a city right now, I might want to do it when I'm older. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Um, not saying that like a trip to New York is going to decide if I want to live in a city someday. But I've only ever been in foreign big cities or, mm-hmm. you know, I've been to Chicago, but the city that I live in right now is still not a super big city and yeah. there's just a lot to see in New York. I want to, you know, I want to go and look at the art museums and I want to go and just see what everyone, see what the hype is about. <laughs> I want to go and if, I don't know. I just think New York would be where I want to go next. Cool. Yeah. That seems very doable. Yeah. I want to take a train again. Okay. Interesting. Maybe that could be the trip that we take when I come home then. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. I want to just go East Coast. I've been in a lot of the middle states. I have to hit the West Coast and I have to hit the East Coast. And I just think kind of getting the Northeast, that would be really fun. Hitting New York and then the Northeast. Cool. We shall see. I said shall again. nice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I think, uh, yeah, I think we'll have to get deeper into the topic again in another in another episode because there's still so much to talk about but that was really fun and it was nice getting to hear what your what your thoughts and fears and uh, impressions are so <laughs> I'm such a scaredy yeah. cat oh my gosh <laughs> you know grandma just told me yesterday like she's she's so proud of me but she still can't believe like that this is my life and that I live in another country and that I travel so much and you know it because when I was a lot younger, that's totally not the impression I gave is that that was something that I wanted to do. So, And how many people know someone like you? I feel like every 30-year-old I know right now still lives in the state that they grew up in and lives close to their family and is, you know, getting married and having kids and now like just staying close to home. And the, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot that... I feel like you're just doing your own thing. There are not a lot of people like you, at least from here. We don't know a lot of people who are so – what's the word I'm looking for? Odd? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what word you're looking for. Please tell me. <laughs> There's just – I just – I love and admire how you don't let – I mean, maybe you do a little bit, but it doesn't show. But, you know, typical standards or expectations, expectations maybe, like, affect you of and how you choose to live your life. Thank you. I really – it's nice to hear <laughs> that, especially coming from you. Um, but I think there's, you know – I'm just afraid of different things than other people are. So 
you know, when a lot of my friends were getting in very committed relationships or buying houses or getting married, those things seem very scary (laughs) to me. Like (laughs) I was not, I was definitely not ready to do those things when a lot of people that I know were doing them. Um, and that was what was really scary to me going like hitchhiking through Nicaragua was somehow a lot less scary to me. Um, yeah, that's why we need to have another episode. I have a lot more stories to tell you. (laughs) Um, and yeah, it, it it was just kind of a matter of like, that is not something that I, I I just always felt like I would be more grown up. (laughs) I would somehow feel more grown up when I did any of those things. Um, but like traveling is something that I can do anytime, especially now that I have people who want to travel with me. Um, and also like me living here made a huge difference. So living here was kind of an accident. I only thought it would be for a year. Um, but it's changed me a lot. So, you know, people here are just starting to get married and have kids or, you know, buy houses or things like that. So I'm not late here. and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think just living in this culture and being surrounded by the people that I'm surrounded by now um, has really changed my perspective. You know, not like anything is better or worse, but it just, this is what fits me and this is, um, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think it definitely, I'd like to think that you would still be like that even if you lived here, but I don't know. But I think it's definitely easier I think it's better that you live in a place that has not values, but maybe just practices. Expectations that that match what I – That fit your life better because I think it is – you know, conforming is just easier. And I think it's it's harder to be different. And I'm not saying it's – I'm not saying you have to move to a country that has values that – or practices that fit what you want your life to look like. But I'm happy that you found that. I think it's – Thank you. A lot easier and a lot better. Even though I still like, I'll always be the foreigner here. I'll always be the American, no matter how long I'm here. Um, I I do feel like it fits my lifestyle, and um, yeah, I feel like I belong here. It's nice. That is nice. Yeah. Right. Okay. This has been. I've been meaning to ask you. And don't forget to live it up big time. <laughs>